Hi, hi. Welcome to the Human Design for Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Mayer, and this show is for you if you're done with cookie-cutter marketing and ready to build your personal brand in alignment with who you really are. I'm a marketing expert, human design nerd, and intuitive business coach who's helped hundreds of women just like you to elevate their frequency and activate their most magnetic personal brand. Each week, we'll dive into practical tips, interviews, conversations, and more to help you create an aligned business, a positive contribution, and of course, an abundant life. Let's dive in. You a story. So I'm about to. Actually, I'm going to tell you a few stories. Welcome back. I hope you are loving the Human Design for Marketing podcast. I am absolutely loving this whole process of getting this incredible magic out into the world or onto the airwaves, so to speak. And today's going to be a little bit different because I know that yesterday was possibly more of a heavy education type uh, episode. And today we're going to switch gears and we're going to jump into the story behind human design for marketing because it's fair to say that human design and human design for marketing is dynamite for sharing the stories of our brand. And I'm talking about your brand story, but also informing your content so that you're communicating from a place that is very much in alignment with who you are on the inside. And I thought there was no better way to articulate this than to take you through the journey of my experience in life And I'll wrap up by sharing more about how this fits with my design and therefore the opportunity for you in leaning into your design when it comes to your brand story. Okay, so let's just start here. Today, I live an incredibly beautiful experience of life. I live in a waterfront property in a riverfront town a couple of hours south of Sydney with my beautiful doggy Chili. There is a pier out the front and I am out on that pier surrounded by glistening river water. Every other day at the beginning of my morning, I eat breakfast out there, I write in my journal and I just feel like, holy moly, I am so blessed. I have a business that lights me up, that I absolutely love, and a ton of freedom, so much flexibility and freedom. And and this really is the life I dreamed of. But let me tell you, things have not always been so bright and shiny for me. And in fact, I would say my own life has been filled with challenge on the bright side, challenge builds a, builds a whole lot of resilience, but it's really being filled with a lot of difficulty. And I'll take you to kind of the, the, the big thing that happened for me, which was being diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 39. Now, this was absolutely shocking and terrifying. I knew nobody else who'd been through something like that at such a young age. Sadly, I know I know many women now, but back then I had I'd never I'd never known of anybody, and it was one of those scenarios where I went to the GP, the doctor, and had a sore throat, and one thing led to another, and 24 hours later I was being booked in for a double mastectomy, and I had the full 
like the full whammy of uh, chemotherapy, hormonal treatment. I went into menopause. I tried to go through a fertility treatment and extract viable eggs. It didn't work. So, so much stress. And at the same time, I juggled my corporate career. And my corporate career was I kind of shared this on another episode, but I was a very high-flying executive in the world of advertising. And in fact, at the time of being diagnosed, I was the chief digital officer for a leading Australian media agency. So it was my role to encourage our clients to invest more of their advertising dollars online. So yeah. Pretty amazing pedigree to come into my own business with, let's just say. But at the time, I loved my career. I thought I loved my life, which was a whole lot of toxic behavior. Like I was partying and living life so hard. In fact, my favorite saying was work hard, play hard. So you can imagine the industry that I was in was filled with sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and long boozy lunches, and parties, and very little sleep. And I was partaking in the whole shebang. Uh, I also got an alcoholic father, so I'm not not great with the over-drinking thing either, and I knew I had some pretty bad habits around that. And then breast cancer comes along, and in that let's call it recovery or treatment phase, it dawned on me how unfulfilled I was. And it started to become very apparent that I'd just been following my feet one after the other towards this high-paying, high-profile career because that's what you do. You kind of get a job and you keep going in that job and getting promotions and next thing you know, you're, you're kind of running a department or, or a company without any real internal appreciation of whether it was right for me or not. And in the wake-up call that, that was breast cancer for me, I started to question things. And difficulty-wise, I didn't actually know myself very well. I had no clue what I would do beyond working in advertising. I mean, I knew I was drawn into things like well-being. But I didn't have a like epiphany of I'm getting out and I'm off to be a coach. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. And I'd also gotten to a point in life where I had a mortgage on like a high six-figure mortgage that I was paying on my own. I was driving a Audi A3 convertible brand new, shopping in places like Prada and just living the life of a high flyer really. And there was a lot of fear around, well, if I don't do this career, then how do I fund this lifestyle that I've created? And I was scratching my head and in a place that I have no idea. And what what ended up happening was uh, a friend of mine that was diagnosed with breast cancer after me was living in New York. She ended up coming back to, for treatment and then she encouraged me to, instead of doing something crazy like leaving my career with no idea of what I was going to do next, to see if I could get a transfer. And very gratefully, I pulled that off. And within six weeks of me finishing breast cancer treatment, I was relocated to our New York City office and had an incredible five years in New York 
of, well, let's be honest, continuing on my merry way with all of the self-sabotaging type behavior. But this time there was a level of this is not okay and I really have to figure myself out. So even though I was still doing all of the bad things, like all of it, I was also studying in addition to my career, I was also studying things like health coaching. I did the Institute of Integrative Nutrition uh, for a year. After that, I studied yoga teaching. And meanwhile, I drank myself stupid to the point where my beautiful friend actually got to a point of sitting me down and saying, you cannot continue living like this. You are terrible at drinking. It is scary. So, yeah, things things were still not very good on the inside of me. Despite the studies and the exploration into well-being, I still was too scared around how do I continue to pay my mortgage? I don't know. And I didn't really trust and believe that there was a future beyond my corporate career that could provide me a life that I would be happy in. And in the end, I actually got headhunted back to the biggest role of my life uh, back in Australia. So I got moved back the other way after five years and was the managing director of an Australian media agency. In fact, the largest single office of its kind in Australia as the managing director. Now, taking that role was... mm, I knew out of alignment and yet I had family reasons to go home and there was a part of me that was like, well, maybe I'm going to take this role and things will improve. Like I'll start to really enjoy it and I'll stop all this lusting for a different kind of life. And I was 100% wrong. In fact, it was the tipping point. Uh, I I still remember laying in my bed one night, um, probably many nights, with my heart racing and my sacral in a complete mess because I felt so much anxiety about going into the office. It was awful. It was awful. And around that time, I went uh, to a yoga festival, Wanderlust, with a beautiful friend of mine. And it was at that festival that I made a decision that turned out to be a very defining moment. And that decision was to invest in doTERRA essential oils. Now, little did I know that when I bought these oils that it would open my eyes up to a business opportunity. And it's a funny thing when I look back at the speed of which I went from customer to tell me more about this business. And it was actually the turning point for me because I decided, yes, I am going to do this business alongside my giant corporate job. And you should have seen me go. I was all the way in and growing this network marketing business on the side, selling oils to other women at work, the whole deal. And then I became something of a leader in the business pretty quickly. And the next thing that happened was I went to a business doTERRA meeting where I was in a woman's a woman's circle, like a healing circle, but just for those of us that were in the same doTERRA team doing the business. And it was in that circle 
with a bevy of beautiful heart-centered business owners who were all doing incredible work in the world, lighting up others with their gifts, coaches, healers, spiritual teachers around me that I made the decision. And the decision was, I'm going to resign. I'm going to put my notice in tomorrow. And that's what I did. I'd been in that role only 18 months. So there was a lot of resistance around what were they think of me? Uh, also, you know, like I didn't have a, a business that was anywhere near the scale of what it would take to support myself, but I got up the nerve to put my resignation in. And this is also when I met a beautiful woman and she joined my doTERRA team and she was very passionate about human design. Now you can imagine I'm in an environment of, I've resigned. I don't really know how I'm going to support myself. I'm trying with doTERRA, but wow, this sounds amazing because she explained to me that it was going to help me understand myself better and my gifts and my purpose and all of that magic. And when I had that reading, the craziest thing happened. So I'd been feeling and expressing that I wanted to build a business that felt lit up and liberated. And I had an amazing experience with a kinesiologist where I, I jumped off her table and she asked me how I wanted to feel. And those were the words that came out. Then I'm sitting in the back seat of a car having this reading done. And the first thing that is shared is that I'm a generator and I am here to light up the planet. And you could have bowled me over with a feather. I like went from having no knowledge of human design to being wowed with the level of insight. Now, funny, funnily enough, all these years later, I'm like, yeah, but like 70% of the population are here to light up the world. But at the time, it was a defining moment for me and a lot of validation that I was on the right path. So off I went into online business and doTERRA was part of that, but I knew that I had a lot of unique and different intelligent wisdom and experience to bring to the world. And I set myself up and started marketing myself as a well-being expert for corporates. And while I didn't get a whole lot of interest in that, I started having coaching inquiries. And yes, I trained as a coach, as a health coach, but the inquiries were coming for life coaching and career coaching and some health coaching. And at that point, I was like, oh my goodness, maybe I am meant to be a coach. And of course I said yes, because I was looking to build multiple revenue streams and figure out how to support myself. And that's how I became a coach four years ago now. Yep, around four years ago, I took on my very first client. She was actually a business coaching client who had witnessed me marketing myself on LinkedIn and could see the parallels in our journey. And she was still in her corporate career and wanted help to set up her business. Then a few months later, I decided to invest in some one-on-one -on -one coaching with the human design expert that I referred to earlier, earlier because well, a couple of things, I was struggling a little with my worthiness around scaling the business. And part of that was not being very confident that I was equipped to do all of these different types of coaching. I'd started to do little courses on the side, but 
imposter was showing up. So we did some work together and it ultimately led me to another huge defining moment. And this was in a conversation when we were exploring all of the different coaching I was doing and I was sharing that I had a couple of small group programs and one was in the life coaching space and the other was in business coaching. And she reflected back to me that I lit up like nothing else when I talked about the business program and I contracted when I talked about the other program. And she asked me right then, how would it feel to not sell this program again, this life coaching program and to go all in on business coaching? And I was like terrified, like, I've been building my marketing for a a broader base and my first ever product that was like blood, sweat and tears was the life coaching course. But I also feel relief. And that day, Sacral said, that's what we're doing. We're changing direction and going all in on business coaching. And that was a massive moment for me because suddenly I embraced my 30 years of marketing background, my business acumen, and my coaching experience, which was really built long before I became a coach. I mentored so many awesome humans when I was in corporate, and I was coached on and off for more than 10 years myself. So it all kind of lined up, and my confidence exploded. I launched a new private coaching container. It sold out. Before long, I'd hit my first six-figure year. And while I was so happy, there was also a part of me that knew I needed to keep growing. And one area in particular that I was finding difficult was working with different energy types. Now, I was at the same time experimenting with human design myself. And so I decided to invest in a mastermind and learn how to interpret my clients' charts so that I could better understand them and work with them and meet with them as the energy type that they are. That was an amazing experience. And I, from that point on, started doing all of my clients' charts so that I could support them and meet them as an individual around their energy and how they're set up to grow their impact and their influence. Things continued on. I started niching and specializing into digital products, which felt really aligned to my lit up and liberated positioning, trucking along, all going well, until early 2022, things began to feel a bit bumpy. And in fact, my month on month revenue dropped and then I got COVID. Mid-year, I got COVID. That was the moment when I questioned it all over again, like, this feels hard, things aren't working, am I even wanting to do my own business anymore? I'm sure you've experienced these moments as an entrepreneur as well. It does happen and having COVID, yeah, that really took me to a new level of low. Then as I got better, it came to me that I love what I do. I absolutely love supporting women to grow their businesses online, to create a legacy and to fulfill their life's purpose. I love it. I love it. But I'd lost some of the magic and I started to lean back into human design more deeply to reconnect with the magic. And I also, it also came to me that I'd 
in my quest to grow my business and scale my business, I'd focus so much on following all of the marketing advice about how to do that, that I'd lost my connection with myself and especially my spiritual side because I was so product focused when actually I am at my most aligned and radiant when I have a beautiful balance of practicality and strategy as well as the woo. The spiritual side is huge for me. With this kind of knowledge, the next program that I launched was called the Spring Mini Mind, and it was all about energetics, so business energetics. And I, for the first time publicly, offered human design readings. And to me, it just made sense that they were going to be human design for marketing readings that I bonused everybody that joined this program. Talk about another defining moment, because it was in that process that I fell in love with looking at human design through a marketing lens, got the validation from the incredible women who were like, what is this magic? And even to the point where one of the beautiful women inside is very religious and so a little bit resistant, she was like, oh my goodness, this is so me. Wow. And that was the kind of initial eye-opening moment when every single woman that was in that program had a similar reaction to me around feeling so seen, feeling so heard and able to better able to express themselves and apply human design to their marketing. And I knew then that I needed to really have a think about how I took this into my business more formally. But I kind of resisted it because I'd been marketing myself as a business coach for three full years by that point, and I had had grown an abundant business and a profile. So I resisted for a short while until a moment when I sat on the beach, which is the day I recorded the last episode of season two of this podcast, when I had this what I felt was real calling, and that's when I felt like Ra himself tapped me on the shoulder to say, This is your responsibility to bring through. This is the work that you are designed to do. And that is the story of how I became the human design for marketing podcast show host. And since then, and since then, it all feels like a bit of a dream, to be honest. It's been an amazing six, seven months of developing my own IP Building credibility, sorry, building credibility in this space, developing products, going live with my first group program, and having more demand for what I offer and more engagement on my content than I have ever had before. And I kid you not, that is a testament to the power of this work because believe you me, I am applying human design for marketing at every step. Now, fun fact, I wanted to leave you with this. I shared at the beginning that the way I told this story was going to be influenced by my design. I am a three when it comes to the gate that is in my personality sun side. If you're looking at your body graph chat, chart rather, the top right hand gate when you're looking at your chart is this placement and it is akin to your star sign within human design. Mine is the three, which is difficulty at the beginning. 
Further to that, my Mercury, which is the channel of communication, is also the three. So along with embracing all of the other aspects of my chart, and I'm talking about, you know, my type, my strategy, my authority, my profile numbers, huge. I've also started to really bring through this tone of voice around transformation, around finding your gold, around alchemy, like starting off with what seems really hard and discovering the gold that was always inside of you. And I've just given you a very long understanding of this through the eyes of my brand story on purpose to show you just how magnetic and aligned it is when you start to work with your human design blueprint in the way that you express yourself. And the area of brand story is an amazing, amazing way to showcase that. All right. I hope you've enjoyed hearing more about my brand story and especially discovering how it has been influenced and expanded or should I say amplified through better knowing how I'm designed. Uh, love you to go and have a, a play with that yourself and have a look at your personality gate and your mercury gate and see what it kind of provokes in you around how you express yourself in your content. And other than that, I'm going to wrap up. I'm going to wrap up. This has been a long episode. Please jump into my Instagram DM and let me know uh, that you enjoyed it. I don't want to hear you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> I want to hear you enjoyed it. Uh, and of course, go to the show notes to link to lots more incredible resources in the human design for marketing world. And I look forward to being back in your ears real soon. There's another episode coming for you tomorrow. Bye now. Thanks for tuning in to the Human Design for Marketing podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, tell your friends, and extra brownie points, go leave me a review. I would so appreciate it. There are heaps more resources in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears again soon. Bye for now.